Hi guys! Today we are going to be discussing the importance of self-care. Yes! It's all about you today. Yes! My name is Zainab and I am your host. Thank you for joining me. You are listening to Empowering Motherless Daughters, where we get to change, grow, and heal. (laughs) Thank you for joining me. If today's your first time, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. For my returners, Thank you so much for taking the time out of your so very busy lives to listen to this podcast. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for following me on Instagram. Thank you for joining my face group um, page. Thank you for just being a part of the team because together we are learning how to live our best life. Okay. We got this guys. We got this. All right. So when I started researching about self-care, I did not know a lot of things that I was already doing was self-care, but then I was like, Ooh, great. I'm happy about that. But I went to a website that made me sad guys. I have to tell you why this website is called motherly.com. And it's run by a female, a mom, and she was talking about the importance of self-care and why she has to teach that to her daughters. And she was saying how, you know, uh, she was just saying how the way she loves herself is how it's what's going to teach her daughter about self-care, how she loves herself, how she treats herself as a mom, as a female, as a woman. And, you know, her encouraging her daughter to step outside of her comfort zone and try something new is part of her way of teaching her daughter about self-care and equip, equipping, equipping, wait a minute, equipping, <laughs> equipping her daughter with skills that would take her far that will help her to be able to maneuver in life and her eating habits teaches her daughter all about self-care and her focusing on her daughter's heart to be loving kind and supportive to herself as well as others is how she intends on teaching her daughter about self-care And when I read it, I kind of felt sad for a minute because I was like, hmm, well, I wish someone would have taught me that because when I was growing up, I did not really have a female that kind of held my hand to guide me along this female journey, being a woman, loving yourself. I, I never had that. I don't even know what that looks like. You know, I can remember as a kid, I was 13 years old when I started my menstrual cycle and I can remember how lost I was only because I never had anyone to have a conversation with me about the whole thing. I promise you guys, I did not even know what was happening to my body. I did not know what was happening before, during or after. So a year I spent not knowing what was going on with me 
of course you hear other kids talking so you kind of learn from that you hear little things but you really don't know because no one invested time to educate you on what was happening to you that was the case for me so no one did that for me and when i came to america I started taking like they have you know health education classes sexual classes all these things that they had at um, you know the school that I went to the high school so from that I started learning about my body and how to take care of myself and it's from that I kind of got a sense of like oh well you know what I this is what is going on with my body and this is normal and it is okay and I'm going to have this every month and I just need to process it and buckle down. And my dad, you know, started buying pants and all that for me. So from that, I started learning as much as I can. But no one ever invested the time to teach me about what was going on to, you know, what was happening with my body. That is just to tell you my story. So I never had a uh, sense of what self-care was. But as I started getting older, I was like, oh, no, mm-mm. I need to figure this thing out. I didn't know it was called self-care, but I need to do something about this. So examples of self-care. The first one is managing your time. Guys, it is very important that you learn how to manage your time. When you don't manage your time well, other people will manage it for you. They will suck up all that time by giving you things to do, prioritizing the things that are important to them while using your time so you don't want to do that that's when you see people always have so much on their plate but everything on their plate is not for them like it's not even going to do anything for them why do you have so much on your plate when it's not even for you it's okay to have one or two things on your plate for other people but all of it now that is not okay so prioritize your time manage your time well time management is key to self-care number two the number two example is sleep sleep is very important make no mistake about that when you don't get enough sleep it affects your health and i'm going to tell you how it starts when you don't get enough sleep it's it, it just snowballs down you become cranky when you become cranky, you choose the wrong foods. When you choose the wrong foods, you get stressed. And when you get stressed, you emotionally eat. When you emotionally eat, it goes all over again. The cycle starts. You start eating bad again. It's like just terrible. It's just a terrible thing to not have enough sleep. And then it stresses you out. Your judgment is very foggy. You don't want that. You want a clear a clear judgment you want to be precise when you make decisions and that starts from the amount of sleep that you get at night i believe for me it is six to eight hours of sleep six hours i can function very well but if i get anything less than that honey i am not someone you want to be around i am that terrible just telling you number three prioritize your meals if that means that you do meal prep do that it is very beneficial to your health that you do meal prep that is a part of self-care guys mm -hmm. meal prep 
Number four, making time for your friends. The people that add value to your life, the people that are for you, it is your responsibility to make time for them because the relationship is a two-way. It's not a one-way where one person is doing all the work to maintain the relationship. So work on having time for your friends. So you guys get to kiki, haha, all that good stuff. It's always good to hang around good people. You know, people that are for you. You guys are for each other, your well-being. So don't miss out on that, okay? Number five, listen to your body. Guys, I can't tell you this. I am a nurse and I see this all the time. People don't know what is happening to their body or when something is happening, when their body is breaking down, they ignore it. It is not okay for you to ignore your body. Don't do that. Know your body, listen to your body. When you start having aches and pains or something weird is going on or you feel off, I don't care if a doctor is telling you that's not true. You are experiencing it. You live in that body. You work as hard as you can to figure out what's going on in your body. So it's your responsibility, yours, to listen to your body, to know what's going on and to be able to address it, okay? Number six, shave, hygiene. Hygiene, hygiene, hygiene. That is a part of self-care, guys. I practice hygiene ever since I learned what it is. I, I am I'm very religious when it comes to my hygiene. And I'm going to tell you what I do. Sundays are my ritual days. On Sundays, I change my bed sheets. I clean my bathroom. I... Um, I shave my legs, I shave my underarms, I use Nair. Um, let's see, what else do I do? I use my bikini trimmer. I don't really like hair on my body like that. Mm-mm, I'm not feeling it. I only like hair on my head, like a lot of hair on my head. But I don't like hair anywhere else on my body. So that is a part of my Sunday rituals. I also um, do like a mini facial on Sunday. I get myself ready. I prepare my meals, you know, so I have like a whole list of things. So Sundays are very important to me. Not because I go to church, which I should, but I'm working on that. I'm working on going to church every Sunday, but um, I just, I like to take care of myself. You know, if I can get a massage every Sunday, honey, I will, but I can't afford it. It's expensive to get it all the time. You know, you can't just be going to the spa like that. You know, that's for rich folks. <laughs> Number six. No, wait a minute. Number seven. <laughs> Number seven is nourishing your skin. Yes. Nourish your skin. Oh my God. Mm. You know, use good quality lotion. Your skin is your first line of defense. If you don't take care of your skin, you put yourself at risk for a lot of infections. Just letting you know. You put yourself at risk for a lot of infections when you don't take care of your skin. So your skin is your first line of defense. You've got to treat it like gold. Number eight, pamper yourself. 
mm, yes, 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 go to the spa, wherever, you know, whatever you can do. Pamper yourself, whatever pampering looks like for you. If that means taking a nice bath with some rose petals, mm -hmm, do you, do that. If it makes you happy, yes, why not? You deserve that, okay? Number nine, remove yourself from bad situations. Mm -hmm. Yes, you should. Remove yourself from bad situations. Mm -hmm. Yes. Anyone that is not for you, don't be giving them your time. They don't deserve your time. Do not give them your time. They do not deserve your time. Okay? So any situation that is bad, remove yourself. When you remove yourself, that is self-care because you're taking care of your mental health. You don't want anyone aggravating you, annoying you, and all that nonsense. You don't need that in your life. Remove them or remove yourself. You have a choice. So benefits of self-care. Listen, it's very simple. When you practice self-care, you improve your physical, emotional, and mental health. And that makes you become a better person. Yes. And when you become a better person, people want to be around you. I'm just saying. And when people want to be around you, you know, you attract the right people because you become so infectious. Yes. You radiate love. You radiate happiness. You radiate joy. All because you are taking care of you. The negative people are going to hate you. They're not going to want anything to do with you because you're too happy. Guess what? The right people are going to come into your life. So make room for them. Take care of yourself. A benefit is it like it creates a healthy work life balance. Listen, when you take care of yourself, your cup is full. When your cup is full, you don't have time for the little things, getting stressed and all that nonsense. You are able to manage your stress. And the stress management means a healthy work-life balance. And a healthy work-life balance means that you start living and stop existing. There you go. What else could you need? You're living. You're not existing. You're not a, 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 a what is it, a robot. You're living your life. You are present. And the people around you can feel your positive energy. You start to glow. Honey, do it. Do it. I encourage you to do it. Take care of you. Because as a motherless daughter, we did not get this when we were younger. I told you my menstrual cycle situation. I could tell you a whole lot more. Honey, mm. I, I, I was... Lord, sometimes I don't even want to think about my childhood. I just don't want to think about it. Ooh. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. I've let go of all of that pain. So, you know I'm not going to leave without giving you a challenge, right? Listen, I challenge you this week and moving forward to practice self-care. And here are some of the challenges. You can decide which one to start with first. It is up to you. You are that powerful to change your life. You can do it. The first challenge is take a break when you need to. When you listen to your body and your body tells you you need to take a break, 
I'm going to need you to take a break. I know we all have jobs, but some of us, we have a job that gives us vacation time, sick days, and we don't use it. You are in the, in the verge of having a mental breakdown. Why are you not taking a sick day? Get some clarity. You can go to your doctor, guys. Let me tell you something. Listen, you can go to your doctor and tell your doctor, I have been so stressed out. I need a couple of days off. Your doctor can and should write you a note to excuse you from work. I do this job all the time. I'm telling you, I see it all the time. Working at the hospital, working wherever. If you need a mental day, you better take that mental day. Now, I'm not saying for you to misuse it and then put your job at risk, but I encourage you to take care of yourself by exercising a mental day. Do it for yourself. You deserve it. Please do not ignore that. I ask of you. Okay. So another challenge here is meditate. When I first started meditating, mm, I was a mess with meditation. My mind was going everywhere. I was worried about the bills. I kept hearing sounds and all kinds of nonsense, but I, I was committed to it. I said, I'm going to learn how to meditate. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get this thing right. And guess what? I was able to do that. I downloaded an app called Calm. And I believe you have to pay for it now. But at the time, I didn't have to pay for it. I don't remember paying for it. But I tried to download it the other day and use it. It was asking me to pay some money. And I was like, mm-mm. Anyway, there are other apps out there that are free. I just don't know them. If you know them, please share so other people can kind of start their journey on meditation. But, you know, I did guided meditation. And from that, I was able to relax my mind. It took me two years to be able to meditate for an hour. It really did. I mean, it, it was a struggle. So I understand. I, I feel you. I'm here with you. I'm here with you. I understand that it can be hard when it is not something you're used to, but stay committed and you will accomplish what you desire. Another challenge would be light jogging. I want you to just, I don't want you to be running if you're not ready for that. Hell, you can start walking, walk, start slowly by walking. If walking is, you feel like you've done that so well, light jog you know get your the blood flowing get that blood moving all around your body when i do that it lifts up my spirit it gives me a woo energy it's good for your soul to just your heart to just kind of increase your heart rate once in a while all right another challenge would be choose who you spend time with this is very important. Listen to me. I need you to, to choose who you spend your valuable time with. Don't you go spending time with people that are not for you. They're not for you or your well-being. Choose the people that you spend time with. Another challenge, eat green daily. Now for me, I... The first thing I have in the morning is a green smoothie. 
it's kale, ginger, and um, kale, ginger, and an orange. Kale, ginger, and an orange. And sometimes I would do um, celery, ginger, and an orange, or an apple, something like that. I kind of switch it around. But I want you to start green in the morning. I'm gonna tell you why. When I start green in the morning, it gives me a lot of energy for the day. I cannot eat anything heavy for breakfast in the morning. If I eat anything heavy, if that's the first meal of the day, it affects me for the rest of the day. But if I have like my green, I have my green drink like at six o'clock in the morning. And then when I get to work at 8.30, I have like maybe a breakfast sandwich or something like that. But I always have my green. That's the first thing I put in my body in the morning. That's what I break my fast with. It's a green drink. And according to Dr. Bobby, who is on Instagram, he is um, Dr. Holistic. He even posted something last week that gave me a confirmation. I was doing green because it made me feel good. But he was saying, if you want to have an alkaline body, it's always best that you start the morning, like when you break your fast in the morning, to have it with like um, fruits and vegetables, something like that. Anyway, he is Dr. Holistic. You can follow him on Instagram. He has a lot of knowledge. So I like following him. I learn a lot from him. Let's see. Another challenge here is avoid emotional eating. Now, if you look me up or you look up the words emotional eating, my face is right next to it because I emotionally eat and I'm working on it. See, though, this is the problem. I think the food... It's working against me because when I am like really sad or emotional or whatever, the food calls my name. It literally does. It calls my name. The mac and cheese be calling my name. Oh Lord, the fried chicken. Ooh, I like chicken and I like chicken and um, waffles. Oh yes. Praise Jesus for that. It calls my name and I am hungry. I am ready to eat. And I just eat Miss Tootsie's mac and cheese, warm daddy's mac and cheese. Honey, I'm here for all of it. I love it all. I love Southern food. That is like a problem for me. I'm working on that, okay? But I am learning not to overly eat or emotionally eat. And I'm learning this. Um, there's something I saw on the internet, which I don't have the website now, but it talks about before, when you know you're feeling sad or whatever, before you eat, you drink like a cup of water, before you eat or you, and, or you take like deep breaths, like 10 deep breaths or something, just to kind of calm yourself down before you eat. Because when I tell you, when you are feeling emotional, and you know food is your friend, all you do is just do, 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 you just eat, 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 eat. And sometimes I've seen that when I kind of take a pause and I take deep breaths and I drink a water, I don't eat as much. So that's just something for you to try. Try it and let me know if it's working for you. You know, everyone is different. But let me know, okay? 
Another challenge is learn to say no. I want you to say it with me, no. Say it, no. No, seriously. I want you to say it. Say no. No, no, no. It is okay to use the word no. It's a very powerful word. Get accustomed to it. Another challenge is for you to stop overthinking, letting the small things get to you. It doesn't, girl, it doesn't even matter. Don't let those tiny little things get to you because it, it's a distraction. It, it distracts you from the things that are important to you. Don't care about that. Focus on your goals, your dreams, whatever you're trying to accomplish. Focus on that. All right. I want you to laugh daily. Laugh. Laughter is good for the soul. For me, I go to iTunes, I mean, not iTunes, I go to YouTube and I find funny clips, things that makes me laugh. I laugh to the point that my stomach hurts and I'm crying. I love to laugh. I love to laugh. Yes. And the final challenge is I want you to give yourself an upgrade. Whatever that upgrade is for you, whatever that upgrade means to you, I want you to do it. For me, in the next year, I plan on giving myself a full makeover. Yes. Yes, honey. A full makeover. I, I, I want to change my eating habit. When I say makeover, I'm not just talking looks. I'm talking about internally. Change how I eat, how I respond, how I deal with things. I want to start to respond instead of reacting to things. You know, stop emotionally eating, you know, so I want to give myself a full upgrade, you know, all of that. And I'm upgrading eternally. It will show out externally, you know, so think about it. These are the challenges. You don't have to do them all. I want you to pause, just deep breathe. You don't have to do them all. I'm not asking you to do them all this week. I'm asking you for you to choose one thing this week that you will apply and every week i want you to do something good for you something that matters to you something you care about every week you hear me don't forget you i don't want you to forget you that will break my heart if you don't take care of you thank you for listening thank you for liking thank you for sharing thank you for commenting Thank you for rating this podcast. I am truly, truly grateful. And I love you guys. You have no idea. I am learning so much from you. So please be patient with me as I try to maneuver and navigate throughout this process and just bring more to you. If you would like to be a guest, please let me know. If you would like for me to research a specific topic for you, let me know. Email me or you can contact me through Instagram, um, the Facebook group, which is called Empowering Motherless Daughters. Literally just Google Empowering Motherless Daughters. You can find me, whether it's Instagram, it is Facebook, it is Twitter, 
You can find me everywhere and anywhere. I am for you, your well-being. I want you to know that. Also, if this is your first time, again, please subscribe so you don't miss any of the episodes that are coming up. Until next time, mm, I want you to be so good, so kind, so patient, and so loving to you. Remember, you matter. Oh, let me just say this. I got this information that we just discussed about self-care from a couple of sites, and they are projecthotmess.com, forbes.com, and verywellmind.com.